Hello, welcome to the Variety Release. My name is Madison. And my name is Marianne. And this is a new show we're starting up. Mary, can you explain it for me? We're basically going to be going out and doing fun little silly things together and then reporting on our adventures afterwards because there's never a dull moment. There's always something that happens and I feel like it just should be documented for the world to hear. There's always a story and we decided let's let's talk about it. Let's have a giggle yeah. and explain our story. Yeah, and it gives us an excuse to do more silly things and just for fun. Because it's productive. It is productive this way. And it gives us validation exactly. to be productive this way. It's not going out and doing something silly and wasting time. It's being productive. Because be- now we talk about it. Because now we talk about it and we air it to the masses. So Mary, what do we get down to this week? This week? We went to Black Creek Pioneer Village. Yeah. (laughs) Wasn't the original goal. Was not the original destination. Halfway through getting to our original goal, we decided, hey, let's not. Where where were we originally going to go? Funny story. This original location we decided on was against most of our friends' will. Everyone told us not we to go. We got so many comments and concerns from people who were like, hey, maybe maybe you guys actually shouldn't be doing this. Maybe you guys shouldn't be going here because it's very concerning. Yeah. We were supposed to go to Scientology in Toronto. We were going to go to the Scientology building because we heard they had a personality quiz that is 200 questions long. And we love quizzes. We love quizzes. If there's one thing I'm going to do, it's a BuzzFeed quiz. Yep. So we were originally going to go to Scientology, and then halfway there... <laughs> We realized it was incredibly unrealistic for time's sake. Well, because it was in North York. We originally just read Scientology Toronto, and we thought we just had to Union, and we were there. As long as we get to Union, we can get there. Yeah. Wrong. Wrong. Absolutely wrong. It was in North York, which is like an hour outside of Toronto, which means it would have been like six hours on transit. That was something I didn't want to do. We ended up kind of just doing that anyways. Yeah, because I don't think we thought through our... Yeah, no, well. but that's what's funny about it's it. It's funny because it's impulsive decisions exactly. and it makes it funnier in the moment. Exactly. So <laughs> we decide let's not go to Scientology because everyone in our lives was worried about us saying, hey, don't do that. They fully thought we were just never going to show up again. Yeah, we were supposed to meet up with some friends later that night and they said if you're not there within 10 minutes, we're calling the police. We're putting out an Amber Alert and getting you back here. We are still going to Scientology. We found out there's one closer to us. We're going at some point. Yep. It, it has to happen. Well, I want to know the, what the personality test is. Imagine just like MBTI personality <laughs> test. <laughs> what Disney villain are you? <laughs> what Scientology folklore hero are you? I want to be Tom Cruise. I want to be Tom Cruise. <laughs> Mission Impossible. That's on me. Anyways, back to Pioneer Village. So we decide, we start looking up things to do in Toronto and... We see Pioneer Village. And I go, Mats, we should go to Pioneer Village. There was no other option at that point. Because once you think about Pioneer Village, there's no other choice. So we get off immediately at the next train stop. Because that was like the next one we had to get off at. Within like five minutes of deciding. Yep. So we jump off the train. Take, what was it, the subway? It was a bus on the highway to the subway station. Yes. In which we then had to take the subway to the Pioneer Village. We did way too much traveling that day. So we get to the subway station. We're finally in York, first of all. York University is where Pioneer Village is. That's not what I thought. I, as a child, went to Pioneer Village. 
for different Pioneer Village, which when I realized that, it broke my heart. Well, um, because that was part of the reason you wanted to go, because you were like, oh my god, this is like childhood nostalgia right here. Well, and I knew it was good. I knew that the Pioneer Village I went to as a child was good, because we made like those triangles, like the instruments. You made triangles? Yeah. And they yelled at us. They were like, don't drop the triangles, because... If you do, it was going to fall into the Mm -hmm. floorboards of the barn because it was in a barn. How big were, like, the gaps in between the floorboards? I think a small child could have fallen down through them. That's so cute. Which we were small children. I was going to say that seems like the best place to take small children. Absolutely. Rough work, like, labor and, like, holes in the barn floor. Perfect spot for children. Yep. That's everything the children have ever yearned for. No, and that's what I'm saying. So, I was really excited for that. Discovered it was not the same Pioneer Village. Got a little bit sad. Not really. I was still sad. Sad over the bread. I'll get to the bread. (laughs) We're going to... Mary and I came up with a list of goals we have for Pioneer Village. And we'll get to those shortly. The goals also are very different in what we wanted to do. Incredibly. Um, But that just speaks to how this entire show was going to go. So, we get to Pioneer Village. We have to walk like 10 minutes after the bus stop to get there no worries so we go we do that we didn't have to pay to get in because you have to buy your ticket in the gift shop but the gift shop is out of the way to get there before it was a weird setup we could have just fully walked in we didn't we ended up buying actual tickets we're good samaritans we are good samaritans for this but we could have fully just walked in and i don't think anyone would have stopped us i don't think anyone cared enough to stop us no but we get into pioneer village we buy our tickets we get into Pioneer Village. Once again, only children there. So we are actively going into the buildings they are not to try and avoid them. Because the image of two grown women <laughs> pulling up to Pioneer Village and a group of 30, like, seven-year-olds. Especially just, like, on a random Wednesday afternoon, too. Yes. Like, it wasn't even like it was, like, a weekend thing. Like, people would be, like, out doing stuff. It was just a Wednesday. I think... That is what made the day what it was. Also important to note on this Wednesday, the weather was not wonderful. It was lightly raining at the beginning of the day. It, well, I was going to say, I feel like the beginning of the day, it's, it wasn't even raining until no. we got on the train. Yes. And it, was, it seemed very nice. And we were like, okay, like it's going to be like a nice day out kind of thing. Shouldn't be too bad. It and was then bad. It was bad. It, it was progressively so bad. got worse throughout the rest of the day. Which I feel like just adds up to our luck. Yeah. But we'll get back to that. First, our goals of Pioneer Village. So we're at Pioneer Village, and we each say, okay, there's a certain amount of things we need to achieve while we're here. Mine were very simple. I wanted bread, and I wanted to churn butter. The Pioneer Village I went to as a child, at a certain point, they would just hand you a piece. Not a slice, not a roll, not a loaf. A, like, ripped piece of white bread, and it was delicious. Like, ripped with their hands? Yeah, because that's how the pioneers did it. Mm. So that's how we were going to do it. As soon as we brought up the idea of Pioneer Village, immediately I thought of the bread. It changed my life, I think. It stayed with me since I was seven years old. That was goal number one, get bread. Goal number two, churn butter. How I was going to accomplish this, I don't know. I don't know what the thought process was, but I just wanted to do something i wanted to see what the fruits of my labor is that what it is 
Yeah, but yeah. I, I feel like the the butter goes on the bread though too. No, nah, it was gonna be separate. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna package up the butter and sell it. I was sell it on s- the streets? No, no, sell it in Pioneer Village. I was gonna start my own market. This kind of like ties into what my goal was though, you know. <laughs> what was your goal, Mary? I uh, I went for the more dramatic approach. Mm-hmm. I I wanted to make a difference in Pioneer Village. Not what you told me. No, I'm. A difference in my own way. Right. Yes. And I feel like I wanted to make my own stance on Pioneer Village because if I was going to go here, I needed to be memorable in some way. I was going to transform Pioneer Village into my own, basically, city. Right. And And I would be the leader. And does you revolutionizing it include the workers of Pioneer Village and the field trip children? Not the field trip children. <laughs> That's a crazy statement. I'm just asking the questions here. The workers, yes, because then they would be working under me because I own Pioneer Village. So all profits go back to me and how I want the Pioneer Village to turn out. The children were just visiting. Gotcha. <laughs> so then, okay. So you now own Pioneer Village. You revolutionized. I do. I own Pioneer, Pioneer Village now. Okay. That, it's, congratulations. It's Pioneer today. Yeah, so <laughs> we found a town hall in Pioneer Village. The buildings, all the doors are closed, which I think <laughs> it was because it was very cold outside. Yeah. So we got there, and we didn't realize we could open the doors. We just were kind of like, oh, like, are the buildings just, are they all just non-accessible? Like, we just can't get in. And that's what we figured for a while until we tried to open a door and we realized, oh, we can open all the doors. Yeah. So that was a fun time, which leads into us going into the town hall after we figured out this is something we can actually do now. Of course. So we go into town hall and immediately I host a town hall meeting because I have to make sure that the people are all united. And by the people, I mean me, Mary, and the ghost of Pioneer Village, probably. Probably. Probably one, at least. The spirit figures. We'll get to the spirit (laughs) figures. I did my town hall meeting, and then, Mary, you did yours. I did. It went, I think it went very well. I didn't stand up and present my meeting. It was very (laughs) much us discussing. Yes. And me talking about my plans for the future, and that was the revolutionizing. And what does this entail? This entails putting a glass dome over Pioneer Village. I forgot about your glass dome. It's a glass dome. And it would be called Pioneer Today because it gives people the illusion of having the chance to escape, but then they can't. That's And it keeps the Pioneer settings because it's like the glass, like you can't tell the glass is there, so it still looks like Pioneer Village, except I have my claim over it now. That's insane. So I, I want to preface this is all me joking. No, no, it's all true. She did actually look into quotes for getting a glass dome that would fit over Pioneer I did. Village. I it, did. I have infinite amount of money and resources to do this. She's to invest, and it's really awkward every time she brings it up. Because and I because have to say no. you should invest, and I feel like I've made good points, and I just, I feel like you just don't care enough about my projects. So the way I see it is you've taken this field trip destination yes and decided learning center learning center apologies and field trip destination and field trip destination that no more i want this to operate as a real town again yes with you as the leader yes of pioneer village yes now not 
the well owner owner slash leader so do you would you live in pioneer village i could <laughs> i i'm noticing flaws in your plan and i think those need to be addressed before you can be a proper ruler well, this is also why it's, like, a theory in progress right now. Nothing is set in stone. It could be eventually. Of course. I feel like this is, like, you know how you have, like, life passion projects? Mm-hmm. I feel like this is my true calling in life. Oh, okay. So I'm going to just drop out of school, and I'm going to start making a lot of money so I can invest and then take over Pioneer Village. I'm so excited to Google your name in 15 years, and it just says that you've been arrested after trying... <laughs> To, like, take over, like, you broke in in the middle of the night, and you started putting up campaign posters everywhere, and you got caught, and you've been arrested for trespassing. That's what I see happening. I mean, it's one way to make my mark. Not the best way. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Sorry, I just got the, like, most crazy idea. I was like, did the, how did the pioneers campaign? They didn't. Or, like, Would it just be through word of mouth? Yeah. Because they could put up flyers. But, well, they had propaganda back then. Well, people also didn't really, like, openly campaign. True. That wasn't a thing. So, sorry to burst your bubble, Missy, but you're, you're, there's little ways my for you to My dreams are around. being crushed I'm right so in front sorry. of my eyes. I'm so sorry. That or there'd be, like, a town hall meeting, I presume. So funny how people just communicated back then, and now we just yell at each other in politics. Hey, my favorite. That's literally my what my job will be, hopefully, yep. someday. Yelling. Job description people. is just yelling at people. Yelling politics done. That's Sounds me. Sounds perfect. You're gonna Google my name. And it's gonna say yelling politics. I'm gonna Google your name, and it's gonna say arrested. Arrested for trespassing in Pioneer Village. I think this just. I want this to happen now. I feel like we just have to come back in 15 years. I will be calling from like the jail cell. This is the only episode we put out, <laughs> except for the one in 15, 15 years. years when we come back. Okay, so those were our goals: get bread, churn butter. And Mary's was revolutionized. Yeah. So that's where we're going into this with. None of the goals were properly completed. One of the goals was half completed. That was churning butter. We went into like this farmhouse at one point, and there was just a butter churner just sitting there. And there was no one in Pioneer Village. After the children had left, it was a ghost town, aside from the workers who you would see every 10 minutes, but only one of them. And they were like, Tending to the animals. None of them dressed up as pioneers, I will say. I think we saw one woman dressed up as a pioneer. She left. was our saving grace at the end. Because we were talking about, man, so disappointing. We didn't see one pioneer. And, and then, then there she was. There she was. In all her glory, we turned the corner. And it was like a sign saying, guys, I need to make this up to you somehow. And she smiled at me. It she, made me really happy. I don't think she smiled. I don't think I smiled at her. I think I was too busy dealing with the hail. I was immersed in the experience. That's because, should, should you finish, I was going to say, do you want to talk about your butter? And then I can talk about my quote about escapism. Yes. So I turned butter, um, but not actually. I kind of just stood at the butter churner for a solid two minutes and just churned butter, fake butter, because there was nothing there. And then I walked away and said nothing. Well, they also had, like, typical... Housing supplies and cleaning supplies. It was very much a, this is where the domestic work was done. Yes. Ladies, give it a try. And that's what I did. I've never seen you happier. I was, I think I found my calling. <laughs> I found a butter churner and I found a washboard and I kind of was living my life. Not even like housewife, but like 
Pioneer Housewife. Pioneer Housewife. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's that's also what's going to come up when you search your name in a couple years. Politics, yelling, Pioneer housewife. housewife. And that's all I want. Perfect. I forget when I say this, if I'm being totally honest, but I said that Pioneer Village is the original escapism. Yes. And if you take that into context, it's because, you know, you're immersing yourself in the experience of not dealing with your everyday reality. So, you know, who like who are some of the oldest people who have lived? The pioneers. So pioneers are the original escapism because we're like reliving those lived experience by people around us. So it's the original escapism. That's insane. <laughs> I you didn't explain it like that. <laughs> How did I explain it before? You didn't. <laughs> you just went, Pioneer Village was the original escapism. And you went, yep. I went, yeah, sure. It wasn't. Hey, wasn't. But, you know. But I... we could pretend it was. Perfect. We're good to go. Pioneer Village was the original escapism because I want to be a little boy in Victorian times. Or, no, it wasn't Victorian times. I want to be a little boy in Pioneer Village, Little House on the Prairie era. Yes. And... I live my life, I churn butter, I tend to the livestock, and that's what I want. And for three hours, for $14, I can do that. I was going to say something completely different. I was going to say, if I went back in time now to Pioneer Village, I feel like I would actually be able to revolutionize because I have more education than everyone else. So then I could just take over as mayor, and then I would just run pioneer village have you considered that you're a woman and that you would be called a witch yes okay but that's why i would just have to like cross dress (laughs) sorry (laughs) the whole time you're gonna she's the man is that what's called yeah i'm she's the manning pioneer village She's a man was actually based on me going back in time and pretending to be a man so I could become the mayor of Pioneer Village. Perfect. I really like the idea that she's a man is based off of you. This soccer film, this film about soccer. Well, you know they had to change it up a little bit, make it not seem like the original source material. You know, they change the names of the characters sometimes in a biopic. Why not change the entire plot too? Madison is fully crying right now, which makes this funnier. It's just the idea. She just, she's the manning it. It's really good to me. Okay, what else? Do you remember the gymnastics thing? <laughs> Let's talk about that house as an entirety, because there was a lot going yeah, on. Yeah, that was a really interesting house. I It was, ac- it was actually really interesting, because it was about the first indigenous doctor within that region, at least, and it was talking about how his... What he did opened up opportunities for a lot of other people, and it was really interesting. But some of the things we saw in that house were also very interesting. There was a lot of booklets out about, like, medicine and the town, or the that house specifically. And one of the booklets was gymnastics. I think I know what you're about to pull up. Mary just looked at me and gave me, like, a, oh, wait a minute, I have something. And I think we are thinking of the same thing. Are we? This I is have like a it test. in my notes. Is it is it the one about like the the medical? Yes, of okay. course it is. Well, I I thought of that, but I was also there was like a weird name that they used for gymnastics that wasn't gymnastics. It was 
Oh, it started with a T. Which is why I'm, I'm trying to search it up right now. I'm trying to see if I can find it. Calisthenics. Calisthenics? Something like that. Something something like that. I think you, that sounds about right. Yeah. And it was just so strange because gymnastics was for the men. And then, like, for women, it was completely something different. It was calisthenics or whatever. The pronu- We're just butchering the pronunciation Probably. of it, but that's fine. And it was there, the women... The women's version of gymnastics was just stretching, basically. Yes. And doing arm circles. It was. It was arm circles and touching your toes. Because, of course, we followed the instructions. We did the gym. We did Sorry, not the gymnastics. The calisthenics. We did all the exercises because if someone's giving us this to do, we're not going to say no. Of course. So that was the first thing we saw there. And then Mary still touching her toes and doing the calisthenics. (laughs) I start exploring some of the other pages around us, and I see, I see stuff about medicine in whatever era this is. Crazy how we didn't figure out what era Pioneer Village is, like the exact year. Yeah, I feel like that's something. Also, in sc- elementary school, when you're learning it, it's not really elaborated on much. It's kind of just like the pioneers lived. Like, all this happened in history. And then the pioneers were here. And they were here, too. Yeah, they were here, too, doing their pioneer things. And it's never (laughs) elaborated on again. No. So these pages about medicine were... The first one was about using cocaine for your toothaches. So if, like, that's what they would prescribe to you. Because it was used a lot back then Mm -hmm. for just stuff. They used that in everything. Well, because I think it was their only, like, version of painkillers at the time too oh yeah because they wouldn't have had like modern day painkillers the way that we had so it would have been i was gonna say more of a natural way but i guess more of like a way to chemically produce it Mm -hmm. yeah so that was for toothaches it was cocaine for toothaches um and it's the other one which was so good to me was cigarettes for asthma in specifically women and children. So if your child was having an asthma attack, you would, like, say, son, breathe. No, let me get you a dart. And <laughs> you pass your kid a cigarette. And they're healed. They're cured. Magically healed. It's okay. not like there was lingering effects of that. Mm-mm. Probably is why they had such short lifespans. I can't imagine the two being connected. No, that'd be such a crazy it statement make to sense. make. But yeah, so I always find it really interesting when we look at historical medicine and then we compare it to what we follow today. Just the difference, because it's half the stuff we look at is, this is great for you when you're sick, or if you're not feeling well, do this. And then we look at it today and go, oh my God, no one. Why would you do this? You're doing the opposite of what you should do. It just you. it just goes to show that throughout all of time, humans have made horrible decisions. Yeah, next thing that I have is the animals. I think we should get into that. I was going to say, I feel like we should start by saying we, well, we both realize we don't necessarily like escalators. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Fear, I was like, where fear, are you going no, with this? No, no, listen. Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. I'm listening. Fear-wise. Yes. Yes. We both realized we don't like escalators. And yes. that was a kind of an issue going to the subway station because obviously it's so far underground and the escalators were so steep. And it was kind of frightening. 
But we survived. I did miss the subway. I made us miss the subway the first time because I was too scared. I was too scared to step off the escalator like near the very end. Because I have this like phobia that if I step off too fast, I'm going to fall. And it's so rigid. I'm yeah. going to like hurt myself. Okay. And it's like I've had this irrational fear since I was a child. Mm-hmm. Which makes some sense. Yeah. Well, it's it's more of like there's like grounds to back up that fear. Gotcha. But my other irrational fear is that I am horrified of sheep. And it was so good. And at Pioneer Village, they have animals there. And lo and behold, these animals that they had, some of them were sheep. It was... So we didn't know there were animals going into Pioneer Village. At one point, we were just in... The Mennonite Gathering House. I remember that. We were in the Mennonite Gathering House. And we leave. We turn the corner. And we see bunnies. And they were adorable. We loved them. You named one of them Mr. Hoppers? No, it was Mr. Hop. Period. I thought it was Mr. Hoppers. I thought you were calling him Mr. Hop. It's okay. Mr. Hop. I did call him Mr. Hop, but I think it was short for for Mr. Hoppers. I like that. That's cute. So we... (laughs) Talking about bunnies for like a (laughs) solid while. So... We we see the bunnies. We stay there a while. We were there for like five minutes. We were, them. and it was so fun. And I have photos of the bunny because I feel like it was just part of the best part of the trip. He wasn't normal. No, he had long not. ears and walked a little bit. They were massive bunnies. They were huge. I was concerned because of the way he was hopping, and I thought he was injured or something. But it, it was, was just, just he was too big. He was too big, but he was so cute. He was. We should have taken him. He could have been the mascot for the show. He could have been. We, yeah. yeah. We'll get on it next time. We'll go back. When you break in in the middle of the night, can you take him? Yeah. Perfect. I And he's going to live in the studio now. Amazing. No one else has agreed to it. That's fine. It's fine. We'll just, if we do it, they can't say no. No one can say no. So we see the bunnies. We leave. We turn. We see another house. We go into such house. And half of it is gated off. Yep. But it doesn't explain why. A lot. Of, we thought it was just to like protect some of the items within the house. We were wrong. There's also weird noises coming from this house. And we couldn't figure out what it was. It was just kind of like, it was very dark. There were strange noises. And it was very closed off. So we got a little scared and we left. <laughs> Turned to the corner. And there are the sheep. A whole bunch of them just looking at us. My worst nightmare. And I am not exaggerating. I exaggerate a lot. I am not exaggerating when I say Mary physically jumped and ran. She went, <laughs> she went, and then jumped and ran. And I, it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Because I, I knew you were afraid of sheep. I didn't, didn't know, know to the extent that yes. I was scared of them. Because they were yards away from us. They were far. And they were also blocked off by a fence. So they weren't getting to us. Yeah, but I think it was also just like I wasn't expecting to see one of my worst fears in front of me. Which is funny because we also had a conversation before this about like what our fears were and like facing them. I said we should face our fears for an episode. And I think I did. I think I faced one of my fears that day because I wasn't expecting these sheep to just be in the middle of the field staring at me. No. And it was horrifying, and I did jump and run, and it was very funny, 
But they're so creepy. They just stared at us the whole time. To be fair, that one sheep, or, yeah, sheep. Is that, she- the, sing- is that the singular version of sheep? That's strange. I don't like that. This one sheep would not stop staring at you. It was, It had something out for me. I'm not going crazy. It bawed at us. Yes. They all, the one sheep that was staring at me, just, like, as a group in unison started to baw. He, that one sheep is definitely the leader. Like, there was a vibe, and he was the alpha sheep. He sensed <laughs> such a crazy statement to me. What, he was the alpha he sheep? He was the alpha sheep, yeah. though. I just, I feel like the leader, or the alpha sheep, sensed my fear. <laughs> I can't take that word seriously. I can. That's, say it with a straight face. Alpha sheep. That's crazy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sensed my fear and was like, we're going to target her and make her life miserable. Yeah. And plan successful. I wasn't <laughs> expecting them, but I was horrified. And I never want to see another sheep in person again. I'm going to take you to a sheep farm. We're going to go wolf sheep for one of the episodes. And you're going to face your, <laughs> your clutching onto the chair. <laughs> I was like, I can't. <laughs> So I, I don't even know why I'm scared of sheep, though. Did something happen to you as a child? I'd ask my parents about this. Get on it, and then we'll discuss it for the next one. Like, just me explaining. Sheep. Sheep. Yes. Sheep and why they're terrifying. I'll make, like, a whole essay. I'll write a whole essay. And I want a PowerPoint. Okay, I can do that. I can do that for you. Amazing. So, yeah, there were the sheep, and then we heard rumors of there being horses, we never found them. Very disappointed. But also at a certain point, all of the animals were taken inside because of the hail. Because of the literal, like, massive size hails that were coming huge. down on us. Um, but before the hail got bad, we also discovered chickens. And we, because there was a whole section for the animals. And we were walking through there. There was supposed to be a turkey. He wasn't there. Nope. There were supposed to be horses, not there either. Um, and then there were, were sheep. No, we talked about the sheep. There was chickens. There was chickens. Roosters specifically. Only roosters in a pen together. Which seems like not a good idea. No, you think, especially if they were working with animals directly, they would have put two and two together and go, Yeah. hey, these are all men and they're very territorial. Yes. This, this is not a good idea. So we... Go up to the sheep pen, or, oh my goodness, the chicken pen, and I look in, and we're looking at the chickens, and I go, hey, look at that one chicken, there's something wrong with it. Because the chicken was, like, beat. It was beat up, missing feathers, scratched up, and I went, Mary, one of the other chickens attacked. And I think I went, I was like, no, like, what do you, like, what do you mean? I'm sure, like, maybe you just got hurt doing something else. And there was one chicken that was massive compared to the rest of them. Untouched. Untouched. And I went, no, because it was that one. It was that chicken right there who did it. And you went, no, it's fine. Lo and behold, within the next 10 seconds, that chicken goes up to another one. And I go, oh, no, no, what's about to happen? And it starts attacking the other chicken. It was like mauling the chicken. It was violent. It was so violent. I think we turned and ran. ran. We both ran because we were... Once again, jump scared by this chicken. It was heartbreaking. I felt so bad. If I was the leader of Pioneer today, I would make sure that the chickens were never injured or hurt. The animals will be living such a prosperous life. Mm -hmm. How are you going to guarantee this? 
by hiring expert farmers to work under me. Right. So the people that they have at Pioneer Village right now just are kind of there. They don't know they're what they're doing. Well, considering the chickens were injured, I'm kind of concerned right now. I feel like that's just the circle of life taking or nature taking its course. But like, what if they introduce female chickens? What would happen then? I don't know, man. See, I don't know. I'm not a farmer. Couldn't tell you. I feel like uh, we need to look into this more. Become farmers and become farmers. Save, save Pioneer Village. Full circle Let's do moment. It. Full circle moment. Last episode, we go back to Pioneer Village. And I also have our checkers game as oh, a note. Yeah. In the halfway house, we sat there for a while. I think like thirty minutes. We had limited time when we got to Pioneer Village. We only had two about hours. two hours to explore, and we spent thirty minutes. Playing checkers. I I have never really played checkers before. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was going into it like, okay, like, you know, like, it's going to be like a fun fair. You knew the basics. I knew the basics. And that was enough for me to know. I was like, it's going to be like a fun fair game. <laughs> She's like a secret, like, checkers, like, expert or something. Like, were you planning out the moves beforehand? Yeah. I, like, fully was, like, studying the board and... Trying to plan if you went there where I would go. See, I was just moving my pieces, like, wherever there was a space. Can't play checkers like that. That's how you lose. And, sorry, how did the game end up ending, Mary? <laughs> how did the game end up going for uh, you? Oh, funny story. I think I stole one of yours. Yes. You had all my pieces. Yes, correct. And It was very humbling, actually. It was a bit of a laugh. I have to keep you humble. After this sheep incident, I went, mm, she has to know that where she falls on the food chain. <laughs> <laughs> Wild statement. Yeah, but that's how Pioneer Village goes. I like how this implies that in Pioneer times, I wouldn't have done off well. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm over here like, I'm going to like revolutionize Pioneer Village. And I'm just struggling at every single thing they have. I like to imagine that in order to determine the mayor, it's a game of checkers. And you'd sit down and you would lose horrifically. You wouldn't realize it's a game of checkers. And then you would lose horrifically. It's like my kryptonite, and yeah. I just stop, I would just lose. Maybe horrible. Yeah, I kind of crushed you in checkers to a point where I did feel bad. Well, because there was one point I I really I remember I like went to make a move, and I realized after the fact that it was the wrong move to make, and then Mads goes, "I feel bad. I'm gonna let you take that back and try again." There were a few points where I went, "No, no, don't. Oh, 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 try again. Try again. Try again." Or, ooh, I feel bad doing this right now. I felt so bad doing some of it. But also, I did win, so maybe it was a bit worth it. Sorry. I'll, I'll win at something eventually. Yeah, we'll get you there. Um, maybe the maybe the electoral race in I Pioneer will end up Village. winning. Are you running against me now? Is that what's being implied? Was this no. your secret plan all along to, like, run against me? I can't handle Pioneer Village. <laughs> One, there was so much there. One day was enough for me to a point where I don't need to go back for another, like, 16 years. I think the funny thing is, too, is we didn't fully explore everything that they had there. No. Because of the weather. But there was so much we, like, missed out on, which is crazy. Because how much stuff can Pioneer Village have as just one place? Apparently, a lot. So, but there's so much that happened that we haven't even like talked about just there was so much because we, there were signs throughout pioneer village saying 
spirit figures, close your eyes, look up, look to the right, open them. Yep. Now look at where you're at. And we didn't see anything because obviously it was... It was not real. Yep. And we were really confused. We stood there for a while trying to figure it out. And I think just being in the cold without food or water and very delirious. Yes. There was this cat that kept like, I'm sure it just lived on the property and was just roaming around. And mm-hmm. I kept on seeing it. And every time I'd see it, I'd be like, oh my God, it's a spirit figure again. It's it's following us. So. We slowly lost our minds. We did. And this leads, <laughs> this leads into the weather. <gasps> I feel like we should start off by talking about the fact that we just have the worst luck with weather yes. in general. Anytime we go out, the weather will be horrific. Yep. So, as we said earlier, the weather, when we first started out the day, was not bad. It was a little bit windy, but it was fine. So we thought, okay, no problem. We knew it was supposed to snow, so we both, you had, like, your jacket on, like, I, we, like, we were good to go. Yeah. So we thought we were fine, because maybe it would snow. It didn't. But we get to Pioneer Village, and it starts raining a little bit. But it was nice. It was, like, a light rain. Like, I, yeah. I didn't mind it. Yeah. But then, as we continued throughout, it started to pick up a bit. And I noticed at one point, the rain was kind of hard, and I was just like, oh, maybe I'm just sensitive. <laughs> maybe I just maybe I'm just sensitive to the rain. Maybe it's just heavy rain and it's nothing. And then it started to pick up. And the floor started to get slippery anytime you went it on was like so wood. slippery. And like to the point like one of the workers warned us and was like, be careful. It's very slippery out it's there. Very slippery. Be careful going down the steps. So it, w- it started to get a bit bad, but we were still okay. Yeah. I like cold weather to a certain like extent. Yeah. And then it turns into the hail that we faced, and I just, I can't do it anymore. So, as we were leaving, Pioneer Village closes at 4 p.m. We are racing against the clock. At 3.30, it's heavy hail, where we both got hit multiple times in the face in the face and it hurt and it hurt bad like i thought i was bleeding <laughs> at one point well you also thought i was bleeding too because yeah. you looked over and like there, there was, was like, like red on your on face my face and from are you okay thankfully neither of us got cut but it was it was scary there were massive massive pieces of hail like not like golf ball sized obviously but it was still big enough where it would definitely cause some sort of accident on the roads yes for sure so keep in mind we're also like two hours away from laurier right now yes so we had to do a lot of traveling back here so we decide as the hail starts to pick up we should leave because it's only us and the workers left at this point like throughout the day there were one or two groups that were small like maybe three people just sort of walking around it was only us and the workers now so we decide we should go yep hey let's go home we have to walk outside in the hail for about 10-ish minutes it was bad we were roughing it out like the pioneers well in that it's an immersive experience yes that's that ties back into pioneer Pioneer village being the original escapism because you know back then the pioneers wouldn't have had the right tools to keep them 
completely safe from the hail mm-hmm. walking outside. Mm-hmm. So that's what we were doing in the hail. Very cold, very tired. You know, it was very immersive. <laughs> there was one part where we just both stopped talking to each other. <laughs> we were both cold and tired, and we were actively being hailed on. So we just stopped talking all from, what, Pioneer Village to the subway? To the subway station. I remember, well, because the thing is, too, I didn't I didn't have a hat or gloves or anything. No. So my hair was fully, like, like it looked like I took a shower. Like, it was yeah. covered from the hail. And I think you kept on, like, well, when we first started walking back, I think you tried asking me a couple questions, and, and I was I, just silent. And I picked up, I was like, okay, so we're... <laughs> we're about that point so right now. So it's quiet time. <laughs> it's quiet time right now. Yeah, so getting back was maybe one of the most draining aspects of the entire day. And as we were getting, as we, like, when we started our journey, I said, oh, getting there is the only, like, issue. Mm -hmm. Once we're there, it'll be fine. Getting back is chill. Like, we don't really, it's not stressful. It was so stressful. It was so stressful. Because there were all, like, delays because of, all of the weather for all of the transit so we got a little stranded especially since we we didn't just take one form of transportation mm-hmm. we took the subway and the bus and then the go train yes so it was very it was a long journey it was a long way home and it was an interesting experience us coming back from pioneer village as everyone else was coming back from their nine to fives i want a shirt that says i survived the trip to pioneer village yes i just think it's appropriate and, I don't know, I just, it's I, needed. Well, the thing is, when we were out in the hail, I honestly <laughs> thought, like, we were going to get stuck. Like, they are going to stop all transit. I thought that, too. Oh, I, so as we were walking, I said, I said, I looked at you and I said, I just thought of something. And you said, what? I said, I'm not telling you, because I, I don't want to speak it. I don't want to, like, speak it into existence. Is this what I forgot to ask you about? Yeah, and it was that I thought all tra- the transit was going to get canceled. And that we were going to be abandoned in Vaughn. And that we were going to have to go back to one of our places. Like, try and, like, call one of our parents. Parents would be like, please. Please come help please us. Please help us. We're stranded in Vaughn. That's what I was scared of. That's what I was thinking, too. I thought we were going to get abandoned. Similar. So we've been abandoned before by the transit in uh, bad weather. Yeah, we, we went to go see a movie in a snowstorm last year, which probably wasn't one of our best ideas. No. But it was a good movie. It was a great movie. But we were taking the Ion. Like, so last year we were taking the Ion in the snowstorm. And at one point it got knocked off the rail or something. I don't remember exactly what happened. But it just at one, all the lights were flickering. I think it's because of the snowstorm, like the electricity wasn't working properly. It was something like that. But at one point we hear someone near the front of the, like, coach or whatever go, we're on the road. And we are like, what? Sorry, we're where? That's not where we're supposed to be. Yeah. And then next thing we know, the ion stops moving and they say, okay, you actually have to get out. We can no longer continue because of weather. And, and we're like 30 minutes away from our residence buildings. By we're now. in Kitchener, yep. like downtown Kitchener. So that was really fun. We saw a lot of things that <laughs> night. Like, don't know if we can things talk. Things I don't, yeah, I was going to say things I don't know we can if we can talk about on air. But Just in the bus stop. Well, because we, so the train abandoned us, and then we had to wait for the bus. We got back. It was actually no problem. But it was just the events that took place. I think it changed us as people. 
it was definitely a bonding it moment. Was, it was definitely a bonding moment. Yeah, anytime we have bad weather or anything like that, it's just a bonding it's, moment. That's all it is. It's just a bonding moment, and we become closer and stronger <laughs> as a result of our shared dramas. Yes, of course. So that's just that's just how it works. Do you have anything else you have on your list? Because I think I've gone through mine. That's most of mine, because my last note is HAIL in all caps. In all caps. In all caps. Because genuinely, like, <laughs> I did not I think we so were scared. getting home. No, I was genuinely so scared. Because we were both sopping wet, getting into the go bus, getting back. That was such a time. I mean, oh, getting back was a whole process. Because I had woken up late, and I had to book it to the um, go station, or to meet you to go to the go station. I was fine. I got a little bit of a headache, but what's new? I was chilling. I had eaten eventually. Yeah, I was just a little concerned <laughs> on the way home. I was living the pioneer Your village life. life. The immersive escapism. The immersive escapism experience. I didn't get my bread just like a Victorian boy. <laughs> that technically is... Uh, Achieving your goal of becoming a little Victorian boy. Yes! So, I mean, one of us accomplished something. Maybe. Maybe the Pioneer Village. Maybe the friends we made along the way <laughs> is the real Pioneer village. village. Is that the saying? Or is it the I Pioneer Village is maybe? No, I think it's maybe... Maybe the... Yeah, maybe <laughs> the real Pioneer Village is the friends we made along the way. We didn't talk to anyone nope. there. We talked to the guy who warned us about the snow. And the person who... Sold us the tickets, and that's about it. I didn't like her. No, she was so mean to us. She seemed... I was scared of her. I feel like that just ties into, like... I love going to museums, mm-hmm. but I feel like whenever I talk to, like, museum workers or, like, people who work at gift shops, I feel like they're always a bit judgy. Yes. To be fair, she had reason to judge us. Yes. Because why were we two 19-year-old women going to Pioneer Village on a <laughs> Wednesday afternoon? afternoon. That's ridiculous. So, I mean, it is in fair concern. Yeah. But, like, it's it's for fun, you know? Like, we it's were having fun. It was productive is what it is. We did work. We did so much work that day. We did work. We churned butter. We watched chickens and sheep. And we learned. And we conquered. Well, you're working on that. You're getting there. Eventually, it's going to happen. And I'm so excited for when it does. I, I hope you throw me a little surprise party <laughs> once it happens. I'm going to do it in the Mennonite Gathering house. <laughs> I'm going to throw you... Because that hey, nice house. It was a nice house. Um, I'm going to throw you a surprise party in there. Oh, that's where they had the Halloween decorations. With, there was just Halloween decorations. With butter and bread. Well, because yes. I think they have the Halloween escape rooms there now. We should. I wish we'd known about it before. That's okay, though. Well, I think with that, that's most of what happened at Pioneer Village. Which seems, I feel like when you hear, oh, I'm going to Pioneer Village, like you don't expect much coming out of it. No. But we managed to make it into a whole adventure, I think. I really didn't think we were going to get anything out of anything this. Anything out of it. I was really worried. But it's okay because it worked out in the end. It did. We managed to make this a memorable experience. It was so chaotic. And I think that translated into here. Because you can just every so often, oh, what about this? What about this? And then we realize. this happened. (laughs) Remember when this happened? (laughs) Remember when those chickens attacked each other? Oh, good times at Pioneer Village. Good times at Pioneer Village. What would you rate Pioneer? I was just about to ask you that. I just read your mind. That's why. What would you rate Pioneer Village out of 10? On a scale of 
one to ten pieces of Pioneer Village bread. <laughs> I would rate it a six and a half. Okay. Just because I feel like a lot of it was just buildings. Yes. And that you had to kind of do your own thing to experience it fully. Yes. Okay. What would you rate it on a scale of one to ten pieces of Pioneer Village bread? I think I would rate it six pieces of Pioneer Village bread. Yeah. Pretty pretty close rating. It's debating between six and seven. Mm-hmm. I think just the hail really took... Put a damper on it. Yeah. That's fair. That's very fair. Because I feel like I could easily go back to Pioneer Village, dress up like a pioneer, and like experience a day in the life and have like the time of my life. We should absolutely dress up next time. Yeah. And we just pretend to work there. Or no, we don't pretend to work there. We pretend to live there. This is our home. <laughs> a child comes up to us. Excuse me. Why was this house? And we're just busy. Oh, that's my house. Lass, I'm busy. I'm busy doing <laughs> my chores. <laughs> I got to get my chores done before my husband comes home from the war. Someone comes up to us. Ma'am, ma'am, you have to stop. <laughs> we have to kick you out now, ma'am. Ma'am, it's time to go. No, I know. You've been here for seven hours. I've been here for seven years. <laughs> It's time to wrap this up. I think that's been Pioneer Village. And then yeah. this has been our first episode, officially. Woo! Yay! Yes, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. This has been our first official episode. Yay! Oh, we're going to have so much fun with this I'm soundboard. I'm so excited I'm to so figure excited. out the soundboard. <laughs> oh, we will be using this. Yes. Um, so, yeah, thank you for tuning in. Hope to hear you tune in again. I mean... Sorry, that was a wild <laughs> statement. I hope <laughs> I hope to hear you tune in again. I hope that you tune in again to listen. We will be back in two weeks. So this is gonna be every other week. Yes. Um and the next one's gonna be pretty good. So come on back. But yeah. Thank yeah. you and have a good one. Yeah, have a good day.